New Zealand first leader, Winston Peters, always enjoy his company and comments here on the country. Right, New Zealand farmer confidence, Mr Peters, has dropped significantly in the last quarter. Uh, this is in the Rabobank Farmer Confidence Survey and is now at its lowest level since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. We can't blame all of this on the government, but we certainly can blame some of it. What would New Zealand first do to lift the mood of farmers? Well, it's very clear that the time of the COVID crisis in this country was saved when the economy, that is, and the people of New Zealand were saved by the provincial exporters, who were critical to this country's economic survival. Uh, and sadly, there are so many politicians that don't recognise that. We in New Zealand first do, and we've said so from the word uh, from the beginning, and that's why we put so much money into the provincial growth fund to provide the infrastructure around provincial uh, uh, growth and around farming at the time. The second thing is, we always believed that the dollar was overvalued, which was very destructive to export growth, and uh, sadly, um, well, it's come back now, but it's come back too too little in, in our view. Uh, it's just not realistic. We're an export-dependent country in that context. Sorry, I'm going to ask you a question here because we're going over old ground there. You sat around that cabinet table for three years. How many of that Labor cabinet would you describe as farmer-friendly? Uh, well, one, uh, and his uh, name's uh, Connor. So just Damien by himself? Yes. No one That's else? Very, very sad, yes. Well, sadly, that, that was the case. You'd have thought they'd have recognised, especially during the example that COVID displayed of how important the provincial economy was. But it was sort of like, you know, they asked without grace, they accept without gratitude situation. That's very sad. OK, let me ask you this question. How many do you think are anti-farming? And I'm wondering about your mate David Parker, because I know that you're good friends. Uh, David's not anti-farming in that context. David's, uh, uh, in my view quite frustrated about trying to put the uh, two things together in a way that was, uh, how shall I say it, understandable. Don't forget, it was the National Party that went off and signed up to the Paris Accord. People forget that, and the ACT Party. They pretty soon forget what they've done. So as a consequence, some politicians have been caught caught trying to achieve impossible objectives. Can I ask you this here, before we go any further? When you've got China, India... Uh, Russia and the United States are not signing up to this accord in the context that we're talking about. Where do we actually think we're taking this country and trying to do something ourselves that will have any effect on the problem? Well, it's called the bleeding edge rather than the leading edge. Talking about climate change, Rod Carr and the Climate Change Commission not wanting to give farmers credits for everything that sequesters carbon on their farms, yet he's quite happy uh, to tax them. It seems like an incredibly unfair and inequitable situation to me. Well, it's also a case of walking back on their, their word, walking back on the political uh, the politicians' words as well, because people were told, if you do these sorts of things, then it's going to be recognised and respected. And night after Sunday night, Sunday after Sunday, country calendar shows us farmers doing exactly that, leading edge changes and being responsible. If you don't give people any recognition, then one day they'll just stop doing it. Just one to finish on, on tomorrow's show I'm going to be talking to an old mate of yours, Sir Don McKinnon. Of course, uh, he was Deputy Prime Minister under the Bolger government, 19... 
90 to 96, and then this upstart came along under the first MMP election and stole his deputy prime ministership, even though they were best mates. Uh, well, you could see it that way, or you could see it that at a time when uh, the uh, Bolger government had done too little, and that's very obvious, uh, a party that turned up talking some common sense and trying to get things done in a, a more progressive way for this country. Uh, there's only one nationalist party in this country, as you well know, and that party's called New Zealand First. And we've seen so much of this country sold down the drain, time after time, by the two old parties, supported by other parties who didn't realise what was going on. So, uh, Mr McKinnon, I, I thought he was offshore. He is heading offshore for Bastille Day uh, celebrations, but uh, he will be on tomorrow's show. And I think, was it uh, Philip Burden, the mushroom millionaire, and, and Paul East, legendary National Party flat? Yes, that's right. All four of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest with you, yes, it's, uh, uh, it was an interesting flat. And, you know, we sort of, despite the political differences, we've been friends ever since. Good stuff. If only those walls could talk. Before you go, yes. you ask me about who's going to be winner in the UK. Well, I hate to put my name, uh, my, my view forward as a respect to the Conservatives, but I think that uh, former Chancellor Sunak has got a very good chance of doing something quite unique. He comes from a Pakistani background. He has uh, been a successful Chancellor, and I think he might just make it. Now, I'm not interfering with some other countries' choices. But that would be quite a dramatic um, reflection on how modern the British people really are compared to their uh, way they're regarded so often by other countries. Yeah, Rishi Sunak, former Chancellor of the Exchequer and favourite, bookie's favourite, to be the next British Prime Minister. Well, no, James, yes, no, Jamie. Those who've had Treasury experience or bidding Treasury have got more experience than most. Well, exactly. Some of them, some of them only get as far as deputy prime minister, though, and I'll leave it at that. See you later. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.